Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. JD Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For JD Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com/awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com/people today. Here we are, and I have a special guest, Danny Lear. Hi. I met Danny um, a, a year ago, almost almost exactly as we were just talking about, uh, at Frederick Illuminate. She uh, she usually vends, but it was yeah. her birthday, so she was just there as an attendee, and she had a reading with me, and I asked her to be on the show because she has a very interesting story. She has come um, a, a long way, overcame a lot of things. Um, would you like to share some of that with us, Danny? Yeah, definitely. Um, so, you know, one of the reasons that Mary and I had decided that it would be good for me to be on the show is because a lot of the stuff that I've dealt with and gone through has been really relatable to a lot of people. Um, it's things that a lot of people have dealt with and might not realize, you know, how big of an impact it had on them. Um, you know, especially for people with my age, I tend to not see a lot of people my age at these types of events. I'm 22. Um, typically the people that I see are, you know, in their thirties to forties. Um, so, you know, at this point in my life, the stuff that I've been through, um, really actually one of the things that's been most relatable is the amount of, quote unquote, spiritual awakenings that I've been through, um, the amount of consciousness shutdowns that I've been through. Um, people seem to think that if you're awake, if you're spiritually conscious, and then you kind of go through something, um, especially something traumatic, and you shut down, that there's no way to bounce back from it. Um, and one of the things that I wanted to explain was the number of awakenings that I've been through and how to bounce back from them and kind of get back in the zone. Um, so one of the things that I tell people that always seems to shock them, um, that people seem to have never heard of happening before, or some people might not even be aware that is a possibility, is I was born fully aware, fully awake spiritually. Um, and one of my first assignments was to wake up my mother and she went through 10 years of infertility procedures to have me and I made her wait because she wasn't ready and when I came in I was awake and trying to communicate with her and give her knowledge 
um, that I had possessed, even at a newborn stage, and she didn't know how to recognize it, how to receive it. And her being, she was nervous to be alone with me because she didn't know what was happening. And so that kind of led to my first shutdown because my ways of communicating were not being received. Um, mm -hmm. And then when I was about four years old, I went through the classic stage, which is something that people don't seem to recognize as a spiritual awakening. Um, a lot of kids have imaginary friends or they see things that, that adults don't see. And yeah. I was three or four years old. I started seeing um, auras, energy fields, guardian angels, spirit guides. You know, all the spirit guides that I was seeing, I was told were imaginary friends. And then, you know, the energy fields that I was seeing, like they were getting my eyes checked because they thought something was wrong with my eyes because I was seeing these things. Um, I specifically remember being able to see entities and energies and past loved ones, which kids are often very familiar with or able to do. You know, I would ask my parents, you know, who's that man standing in the family room of my grandmother's house? And it was my grandmother's father that I had never met. And they had no idea how I knew it was him. Um, I remember, you know, this is said to be a kid's daydream, but I remember physically floating through the house um, through a section of the house. I, it happened twice. And once I started talking about it or I started telling people that I was seeing these things, that was the start of my second shutdown because none of it was being acknowledged as real. I was told that I was making all of it up, um, which is a very common occurrence for children, especially mm -hmm. between the ages of like three to six. Right. Um, right. So, you know, once I entered school, started going through the school system, started going through the healthcare system. Um, that's kind of when my second shutdown happened. And then my third or my second awakening happened when my mother started doing energy healing work. Um, part of the reason that she had found Reiki was because I was so energetically sensitive and yet so shut down at the same time that my family wanted me to be tested for autism because they could not find a way to explain my sensitivities and my oddities, I guess would be the best way to explain it. Mm -hmm. And so my mother was like, no, that's not really what's going on here. And then as she started her healing journey, I started waking back up again. I was now introduced to the holistic communities. Um, you know, I was around holistic communities. I was receiving healing. And then you know, I started waking up a bit more and my mother continued through that community and I continued through it. Um, but around the age of 13, I was diagnosed with hypothyroid and type 2 diabetes. And that threw me back into the healthcare system. Um, and it was very poorly approached and managed at that point. And that kind of threw me into you know, clinically diagnosed depression, anxiety, you know, I had, my parents had just gone through a divorce. I had to move house. Um, I had moved in with my mother to my grandmother's house and my grandmother, who I was very close to had very suddenly became very mentally and psychologically abusive. And that was the start of my next shutdown because I had, I was on all sorts of different medications. I had no way to comprehend whatever I was feeling, whatever I was going through. And at this point is when, you know, a couple years into the future, once I reached my teen years, is when the major releases started happening, when I started receiving past life information, I started receiving first contact with my guides and angels again, who I had been shutting out unknowingly since I was three or four years old. Mm -hmm. And once I had started waking back up to that um, was when some of the major healings started and my depression had been at an all time high, especially when I was in high school, because I was dealing with all of these generational traumas, you know, past life traumas, things that were just randomly coming up here and there that I didn't know how to explain. I didn't know how to describe it. And people didn't know how to help me through it because there was no way that we knew what it was. Um, yeah. So, so you were lucky in a, that you 
had your mother go into yes. a alternative healing yes. and, you know, unfortunately you went through the depression. You went through a lot of stuff in at a very young age. Yeah. And I can identify with the seeing um, spirits and mm -hmm. being told that I had, you know, imaginary friends because I lived through all that as well, yeah. did my shutdown. But when I was in high school, I didn't get depressed. I chose to self-medicate and start running wild with the partiers just <laughs> to escape it all. So, yeah, so I can really identify with your story. So continue. Yeah. Now, I um, that was definitely not my approach to it. I was an honor roll student. I was in, you know, extracurriculars. I was in the orchestra. So I was I was very scholastically involved. Um, but that in a way made it worse. <clears throat> and then my healing practice and me doing work on other people and getting certified started um, actually with animals. We had a dog that I had grown up with. We had had her when we had gotten her when I was six years old. And this this was actually one of the first signs of my my mother specifically realizing that I had some sort of higher awareness was, you know, to those who. Um, you know, work with or believe in reincarnation. Um, mm -hmm. This dog was, has been reincarnated back into our family four times. And she's always been reincarnated as one of my mother's animals, but they brought her home and I said the name Sasha, not knowing that she was a reincarnation of my mother's dog that she had had when I was a baby, whose name was Sheba. So I managed to give her a name with the same amount of letters that started the same and ended the same and had no knowledge of this other dog. And my parents were mm. like, how did you do that? Yeah. How, how did you? And there's no coincidence. <laughs> yeah. How did, and like I said, I was six years old. So that was kind of little tidbits were coming through, but it wasn't anything like extraordinary. But, you know, she had gone through her life. Um, she had some health issues. She was the one to the litter. And she was a breed that typically has some health issues and she got sicker and sicker and went through five different vet clinics and eventually went to a woman named Leslie, who is in Pennsylvania, who is an animal reader and healer. And she gave us advice on what to do with her. And it completely, it, she completely turned around after that. Mm -hmm. And at that point I had wanted to be a vet because of the dog and you know, I had had plans to go to college and it was like 10 years of extra schooling. Nobody wants to yeah. do that. It was 10 years. And, <laughs> and especially that, when it's not your calling. <laughs> yeah. Well, at, at from age six to 17, that's what I thought it was. I had never changed my mind yeah. on it because a lot of kids do. And my last day of junior year, I came home from school and we ended up taking her to an ER and putting her down. Mm. And that was my wake up to feel that, you know, me being a vet is not what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm supposed to be helping animals, but not in a medical way. Right. And right. So once we lost her and I had that realization, I went to my mother and I was like, I want to be attuned to Reiki so I can work on animals. And she's like, okay, well, She's like, I don't necessarily feel like you're ready to be attuned to Reiki yet. She's like, there are some things that I feel like you need to do first. And I was like, okay, I can do that. Um, year and a half later, I had, I had put it off. I had ignored it through my senior year of high school. And then once I graduated, I was like, okay, I'm ready to do this. This is my priority. And I had gotten my Reiki certification um, Assyrian and Tibetan as a master and a teacher in February of <clears throat> 2020. So right before COVID started. Yeah. Um, and how and old were you at that point? February of 2020, I was 18. Wow. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, you're, you're definitely <laughs> way ahead of the average curve there. Yeah. And, and something that I always tell people, especially when they realize how old I am and how much I've, I've done so far, I always tell them that I'm very thankful that I have reached this point this early in this lifetime because, you know, a lot of the people that I know are, you know, like my mother was in her forties when she started yeah. this. And some people are even past that when they start this. 
And, you know, I've always said that I feel very thankful that I'm getting the dirty work done now and doing all yes. the inner self healing. Um, but from there, I got my certification and I still wasn't working on the inner healing like I should have been. You know, something I've noticed with people, it unfortunately seems to take something very intense or traumatic to happen for them to realize like, hey, I need to get my stuff together. Um, I had started my first job. It was very, very low. I mean, I was a teenager. I didn't know any better, but it was very, very low vibration. It was very intense. It was very physical. And I ended up in the ER three times while I was working Mm -hmm. that job because I was working. So I don't want to interrupt, but I wanted Mm -hmm. to ask you because you said about, um, um, being very sensitive and that mm-hmm. I find, you know, with a lot of us that have gifts, we have that extreme mm-hmm. sensitivity. So whether it's smells or sounds, you know, the noise levels, um, was that part of what caused the, the trauma at the job was being around too much energy I would, that was. Yeah. Um, I would, I would say yes, definitely. Um, it was very fast paced. And then, you know, I was around people who were very negative, um, who were very Mm -hmm. victimizing, who were very, um, expressive of their negative emotions. And then I also worked in a deli. So I was handling meat. Um, I was handling processed meat. So I would also get overload if I handled too much at one time. Mm-hmm. Um, which at that point was kind of weird to me because I was like, I don't know why I'm feeling this, but it made sense. Um, but yeah, that was definitely that was that was definitely a big part of it, and especially it because takes time to oh excuse me, it takes yeah. time to discern mm-hmm. where all that's coming from, especially because you were so new to opening up to you know what was going on with you, and when you get into a different atmosphere. Yeah or a situation, then you're getting, it's like slings and arrows coming at you and you don't even know what it is. And that's, that's what it was. Like I would get off of work and we made this special sea salt spray to cleanse me and my energy field because I was experiencing so much negativity being thrown at me and wasn't realizing how badly it was affecting me because I wasn't fully reopened to everything, especially when I was working there and COVID started. Um, I was considered an essential worker and it was just an extra influx of, of negativity um, because people were very nasty. They were very projecting mm-hmm. of their own fear. And I got in trouble a couple times because I decided not to be fearful. I decided not to let people treat me badly just because they were afraid of something. Um, but yeah, so that was that that was a thing, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I I left and I was like, well, I'm never going back to regular retail ever again. Yeah, <laughs> and 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 from there, I really really started getting serious about the self healing and the inner healing, and you know, the more serious you get about it, and the more you start to really dig into it, the more intense it can get. Um, you know, right. some people, and I've heard people verbally acknowledge the fact that they don't want to they don't want to see what's on the inside that they need to work on or they don't want to acknowledge something that they know needs to be worked on right that happens a lot that happens a lot with the counseling with me with my clients you know Mm -hmm. we'll get to a certain point and then they stop you know it's just because they can't look at it it's too painful and you know i really work with explaining that we're, we have to move through it. We're not unpacking and staying there. Mm-hmm. We don't have to live there, but yeah. we need to go through it to feel it, to forgive it, to release it and bless it yeah. and let it be on its way. But some of it is very traumatic and very difficult and takes a lot of courage because once you open up that Pandora's box, there's mm-hmm. no going back. You really have to dig in. <clears throat> I, I like to use that analogy of um, when you have a wound and it starts to scab over Mm-hmm. If you don't You've do mentioned that work, before. yeah, that because that that infection is still going underneath that scab, so you have to have the courage to rip that off and dig in there deep and clean mm-hmm. it out to really fully recover. Yeah, and um, so once I left this job and started getting more into the holistic community, I started working for um, 
more spiritual people, more holistic people. Um, that's when I started having private healing sessions, started going to group events, started practicing on other people, which was really important. Um, started having really, really intense physical releases, especially from past lives. This is when a lot of past life stuff came up for me when I started learning more about them. And then I would receive tidbits of other people um, and not know about it. Like, oh, like my mother would come in and I'd be like, oh, I'm feeling this really weird thing around you. And I cannot think of one thing that's going on right now that would make me feel this around you. And then she would clarify and be like, oh, well, this has been coming up. And I'm like, okay. And, you know, with the intuition, like you had mentioned earlier, the energetic sensitivities, part of my sensitivities was empathic because I could feel everybody's energy. I could pick up on everybody's energy. And there was a lot of people that I didn't want to be around and had no way to explain why. Yeah. Um, so that just labeled me as like, you know, picky, overdramatic, things like that. Um, but then, you know, as, as people wake up and their, their clear senses wake up, you know, clear cognizance, clear aliens, mm -hmm. gust and sentience, you know, that adds to the sensitivity because it, in a way it makes it more confusing when you're not familiar with it. Um, yeah. You know, like one day, you know, I, I used to work in a cafe and I was like, I was cutting up bananas and I, and I tasted wonton soup, which is the weirdest combination. And I was like, there's, there's no reason for me to be tasting that. I was like, but somewhere in, in some way, in some timeline or whatever you want to call it, I was eating wonton soup, but it's so confusing especially when people start opening their intuitive channels or their clear cognizance and they just start receiving information and guidance. And they're like, where is this coming from? I have no idea where this yeah. is coming from. What do I do with it? Because that's when people start questioning, you know, if I don't know where it's coming from, do I want to listen to it? Do I want to take right. whatever advice or guidance they're giving me? And that often sets people back because if they're not open to receiving the guidance, then, you know, it, it makes it a lot harder for them to get somewhere when they're so not how, open to receiving. So how <clears throat> did you go about um, discerning where, what was you were receiving and also to learn how to protect, like, what do you do for your protection when you go out into a public place? So you're not getting hit with all the slings and arrows. So something that I do, I do it every morning when I wake up and I do it every night when I go to bed. Um, it is pretty lengthy, so I'm not going to say it right now, but is a special Melchizedek Merkaba field prayer. Um, mm -hmm. I've been using it for several years. I was using it. I was using the original version of it. It's from um, Christopher Macklin. I was using the original version of it when I was working my first job. And then as I've experienced more things, I've kind of just added to it. So it's quite lengthy. Um, but I have found that when I say that prayer and then I receive something nine times out of 10, it's usually genuine. Um, mm -hmm. You know, sometimes there isn't always 100% guarantee that it's, it's, it's pure and it's genuine. Um, but I've also realized that trusting myself and trusting my abilities and my ability to receive, and especially the way your body reacts to something. If you right. can move past the anxieties of feeling something, of hearing something and be like, okay, is what I'm hearing what I'm supposed to be doing? Or am I denying that this is true because I don't want it to be true? You know, learning yeah. to see the reality of something and feel the reality of something is really, really important, especially when you're receiving guidance um, for myself, you know, when it's for somebody else, I always set and people tend to fail to realize how powerful setting an intention is. Mm. And, you know, when you sit with somebody, I always set the intention that I receive whatever is within their highest good to receive whatever will benefit them the most at this point in time and that I will be able to convey it to them in a way that they can receive it. Right. I'm glad you brought up intention Yeah, because it's, um, I do it. I'm part of a think tank, which I haven't been able to get on that in, in quite a while because it's yeah. a, I'm always on the road, but we talked about intention and a lot of the, the people that are in that group are energy healers. 
And it's really very important to keep the intention with love and for the highest best, mm -hmm. because that's all you ever want is to, to put that love in there and to only welcome in things for the highest best. I do that before readings for everyone. You know, it's like, I, you know, I invite the Holy Spirit and everybody in, but it's mm -hmm. always for the highest best. And my intention is always for, for love, sharing the love. What I say, and you have such a bright light. That's how you know. Yeah. We how we we uh, connect it. So, Thank well, you. you came to me for a reading. Yeah. But I loved your energy. Yeah. <laughs> That's why we still talk. Yeah, and you know, when people come to me, or even when I, you know, if I put a thought out there, or if I set an intention, I say, you know, I call in my guides and angels that are polarized on the positive path of ascension and in service to my highest good and that of humanity. Um, mm -hmm. So, you know, being in service to, to the highest good and to your highest self might not always look pretty because it depends on the amount of healing that you need to do and the amount of work that you need to do. But it's always, right. it's always calling in the beings that are working with somebody that will bring forth what they need to heal and help it be manageable to them. And help right. them be able to receive it. Because I've had people come to me. A lot of the people that have come to me have been pretty receptive of what I have to say. Um, but, you know, there's always someone in a crowd that, you know, you say something and it just hits a little too deep. And they're like, well, that's not something I'm ready for. Yeah. And which is fine to acknowledge, but it's not good to ignore it. You know, if, if I know it's like making a grocery list. I'm not going to shop for the bananas on one side of the store and then go to the frozen food section and then go back to produce for an apple. Like right. I'm not going to start in one place and only do one thing and then go somewhere else and then come back and get something else that can be done at the same time. Right. Right. You have to and, clean up the full mess before you move yes, on to the next. <laughs> yes, exactly. And you know, yeah. something that, I try to get people to realize is that Rome wasn't built in a day, you know, something, sometimes this type of work takes a long time for people to manage. Sometimes it takes a lot for them to be able to manage it, especially the degree of work that they're doing and, you know, the energies they're working with, the entities they're working with, their life circumstances have a phenomenal impact on the things right. that people do that they don't realize you know, the type of environment you're in, the type of people you're around, they don't realize how much that can really affect you. And then that's when you get into the setting boundaries, taking care of yourself, doing what you need to do for yourself, and then moving in whatever way is necessary if you are not meant to be in that space any longer. Right. It's very <laughs> personal. The journey mm -hmm. of healing and enlightenment is very personal for every individual. Mm -hmm. And it's like, even when you do a reading for someone, you know, people come and say, well, what am I going to get? I said, what you need to hear, you mm -hmm. know, you can't say th the way I work. Cause I don't really use cards as you know. So yeah, it's not like I. I'm going to give you past, present or future. Like that's mm -hmm. not, I'm not a fortune teller. That's not what my purpose is with my gifts. It's to yeah. bring those things up. And like you said, sometimes it hits home too closely that they don't want to look at it. They then it's like, well, you're wrong. You're 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 no good. Well, that's okay. If you know, I'm not for everybody, but it is really. Um, it's like that saying with the you know alcoholics and stuff. You know, you got to hit your bottom. Mm -hmm. So when they they get sick and tired of really spinning their wheels and being miserable in life, which I like to call, uh, it's like a false comfort zone, not a comfort zone. Because we stay there, even if it isn't comfortable, just because it's familiar. Mm -hmm. And it's easier to stay in that little false comfort zone than to take that leap and start to look at all yeah. the things that are stopping us from really living life. Yeah. And something that I tell people quite often, and this is like my disclaimer before I do a reading for somebody, especially if I know what they want to talk about. You know, like you said, I don't really use cards either, but... You know, if I do an event right before the event, I'm like, okay, I have my cards with me just in case. And the yeah. only reason that I have them is because 
for people that are familiar with them, like I don't read traditional tarot. We went, we've gone over yeah. this, but yeah, if me pulling cards is the best way for somebody to receive something, so be it. Like, yeah, some people have, I, they have to see it. Mm -hmm. They, you know, I put them out mainly for the person I'm reading when I'm in a live event because they don't, they, it almost feels like they don't think we're receiving messages if we don't have the cards yeah. in front of us. You know, yeah. So, and nine times out of 10, you know, I'll look at somebody and if something comes up, I totally dissect it, give them everything I can in the short amount of time that I can. And, you know, if they ask for cards, I'll tell them what I'm getting. And then the cards immediately or exactly reflect exactly right. what I said. And I was like, mm, right. okay, well, take I, a picture of them. I was like, take a picture of them. Maybe it'll help you remember what we talked about. Um, but something that I, I try to, and this can be really beneficial for people. It's something that people don't really think about, something that they're not made aware of. Um, but when people ask for a time frame, or if they asked about something like finances or health, um, you know, when am I going to get a raise at work? It's such a loaded question. I've had so many people ask me that question and it's never answered the way that they want it to, but it's yeah. answered in a better way because I tell them, look, <clears throat> I can pull cards. I can receive what is in your highest good in this moment. Well, if I tell you that you're going to get a raise in three months, whatever your reaction is to what I tell you, can immediately change the energies around what I just told you. I was like, so if exactly. I tell you, if I tell you it'll take, you'll get one in three months and then your reaction is, oh, I have to wait that long. It's going to take longer now because yeah, you're you just in, pushed it away. <laughs> yeah. Because now you're in the energy of, oh my God, I got to wait that long for it. Well, now you're going to have right. to wait even longer because you're in that mindset of lacking something. And whenever right, you're right. in, and it, it doesn't just pertain to finances, but whenever you're in the mindset of lacking something, you're in the mindset of you don't have it. And when you're in the right. mindset of I don't have something and, you know, this is something that I talk to people about, especially for manifestation when I'm doing work for them. If you go within yourself and go to the universe and say, I want this, I need this, depending on how you approach it, typically the words want and need fall into the lack energy because right. you're acknowledging that you don't have something. And when you acknowledge that you don't have something, you're going to continue to not have it because you're speaking, yeah. in, you're speaking it into existence that you don't have it and you're going to continue not to. Right. So, and like I always say, you have to have that belief and feel it and know it like mm -hmm. you already have received it yeah. because a lot of times people will do affirmations and manifestations. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah. And even if they're doing it, they, they can project it into the future that they're mm -hmm. never going to receive it. Yeah. And a lot of it comes from the not just lack, the um, lack of self-worth or mm -hmm. self-deserving. You know, people put themselves like, oh, yeah, I'll never get that. You know, yeah. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not, why would that come to me? I'm mm -hmm. not worth making that kind of money or whatever the case may be. But um, it really has a lot to do with the energy. And you're right. When you do a reading for someone, we also have free will in there, Danny. Mm -hmm. You know, they, they get that free will. And, and when it involves more than just the person you're doing reading for, yeah. then you have 
their free will and whoever else's free it's will free that's will. involved. Because I get a lot of, you know, relationship stuff. Yeah. It's, uh, it's crazy. It's crazy how many people think their life is going to be wonderful when they get that relationship. Yeah. So, you know, then, it's just, that's too, then, they, then you have free will of two people. So you really can't. Yeah. And I tell people, you know, and I actually had a client just recently who I had this conversation with. I was like, you know, when you're trying to achieve something or trying to get something, I don't like manifesting because that's where the lack energy comes in. I call it declarations. You know, mm -hmm. I have this, um, you know, that's speaking it to, into existence. That's declaring that right. you have it. And, you know, it, it's in your field. It just hasn't physicalized yet. Right. It's, it's there. And yeah. she was like, Oh, I've never thought of that before. And I was like, now when you go to the universe and you go within yourself and there's something that, you're trying to achieve, you know, be specific, but also be open to it. Like my mother and I, you know, we want to have a nice brand new big house. And at one point in time, we had a floor plan picked out. We had like a whole online model of what we wanted it to look like. We knew what we wanted the colors to be. We were like, okay, we need to step back for a second because what we want and what we think we want might not be as good as what we're supposed to get. Right. You can limit yourself. That's what you have yes. to be careful of too. But because that is what we think we want, it's going to prevent anything else from coming in because if something better is supposed to come in, that's not falling in the category of what we're saying we want. Right. <clears throat> and you know, like when right. I, about, I like to say this or something better, better or something greater because you, you can limit, you can block. Mm -hmm. And you also have to remember, you know, the universe it is working. Like you said, it's, they're working behind the scenes preparing mm -hmm. and it's there, it's that timing, not your timing, mm -hmm. but you can't stop, you know, believing that you have it, like that it's there. Yeah. yeah. And people so, don't. So tell me, You've mentioned uh, people that you work with. So tell me about the work that you're doing. Um, so right now, what I'm doing with my own business is I am an intuitive reader and healer. So I do have clients for that. I go to events like the Illuminates um, and I offer intuitive readings. They tend to vary. Um, the last Illuminate that I did in Bowie, uh, most of my readings were actually about deceased animals, which I've never had happen before. Um, because people never really notice the part on my sign that says animal reader and healer. Mm -hmm. So that seems to be becoming more popular. I feel that that's where you're heading because, you know, when yeah. you were talking about the animal and animals and the connection, that's what I was receiving for you, that that's really where you're, you're that's the road you're going down. Yeah. And actually all of the clients that I have had for healing work have been animals. Um, you know, my first four or five clients was animals for healing work. Um, for readings, it's usually people. Um, but for all the healing work, it's, it's been around animals. And, you know, I, I do the work on these animals. I communicate with them. And then the owner's contact me a couple of days later and they're like, Oh my God, there's a complete difference. What did you do? And I was like, I don't know what I did. I just did whatever. <laughs> it's not you. You're just the conduit of it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, um, I just tell them, I was like, I did whatever they were ready to do. Mm -hmm. There's no way to gauge that. Um, right. But you know, I, I do the work at the events. Um, I do make products. Um, I make gemstone jewelry. I do also work with aromatherapy products. And then, you know, we, and when I say we, it's me and my mother, we are starting to mm -hmm. host group events in her office. We're trying to familiarize ourselves with online platforms to do courses. Um, we just did a sound bath last Sunday that went really well. Um, you know, start from scratch. Um, we want to do, you know, Ascension seats, and patterns of perfection um, lessons, which is kind of hard for me to explain because I'm not fully in it yet. Um, 
So maybe when your mom's the guest in a couple of weeks, she can explain yeah, all that. That would be yeah. that would be something that she's she's better at explaining. Yeah. Um but yeah, so that's where so we were at. Yeah. So that you said um essential oils. Well, and I know that you make your beautiful creations. Mm -hmm. Are all of those things available on your website? So not right now, they're not. Right now, all of my products are purely on consignment. Um, they're mm -hmm. at a wellness center in Columbia called Nourishing Journey. I have them on consignment there. And then I also do like craft fairs and vending events where I sell my products. I am working on getting them on my website, but I'm also updating a lot of things. Um, like I have essential oil roll-ons that I studied aromatherapy for and made specific intentions for. And, you know, I just completely revamped the recipes for all of them. Um, you know, I don't have them for sale yet. I don't have a lot of them made yet. I have the recipes figured out. But, um, you know, definitely getting them on my website is a very, not a time sensitive goal, but it's at the top of my list. It's really um, a challenge to have products on your website because mm -hmm. then you get involved in shipping. And I know for yeah. me, um, I was going to do that, but with all the travel, it's like, you know, if yeah. I'm doing it, where, and I, I Unless can't you've got bring a minivan. everything with me. Yeah, it's yeah. like, so I kind of backed away from that. But yeah, it's, um, it sounds like you have a lot of really good, interesting things in the works. Do you, um, yeah. you have an, an, any events coming up? So next, not this coming Saturday, um, is it, is it on a Saturday or is it on a Sunday? So not this coming Saturday, but the following Saturday, I'm doing a vending event with my products in Dundalk. And then on June 11th, we're doing Illuminate Baltimore, um, Columbia, we're doing Illuminate or in July 8th, we're doing Illuminate Columbia. Um, and then we will be doing Frederick in October. So for right now, that's what I have planned. I do want to do a couple more events for my products. Um, but then for Illuminate Columbia, um, I did apply for it. I don't think I've gotten approved for it yet, but we hope to be doing a presentation on conscious languaging, which is, you know, falls back into the I want, I need black mindset, right. but then also the I am presence and how you talk about yourself and talk about others can really project energy and really become reality very, very quickly. Right. And you know, that's that it's, it's that simple, but it's that hard mm -hmm. to be conscious of our verbiage. Yeah. Well, our, and even our self-talk, it's not even what we put out. It's what we're saying to ourselves it can yeah. be the most damaging. I just want to um, say, some hellos here. Mm -hmm. I know we have Robert and Richard and Ruth. A lot and, of ours. Yeah, and Dustin, Dustin. And there was Amber, who she actually said, I, I feel like I needed to hear this, especially since I'm the same age. She's 22. Good. So we're happy to have you here. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. So, um, so if anybody wants a message, um, Robert has um, been gracious and made a donation. So he'll be one getting first, mm -hmm. first message. Um, but we'll do that in a, in a, in a minute. Okay. Um, there was, there, you were talking about what you were doing. Oh, the, the events. Um, I will see you definitely at Frederick. Yeah. I don't do, I don't do Baltimore because I don't, I don't like driving around there. Yeah, we, um, We've only vended in Baltimore once before, but we always attended Baltimore, um, especially because it's it's where we're from. Um, you know, it's kind of it's a little bit of ways from stomping grounds, but it's the area that from we're familiar with. You know, a lot of the people there we're familiar with. Um, it's like our target audience, especially because of where the business is based. And you know, it's always been something that we've enjoyed. Right. You but Baltimore, Baltimore is one that I have the feeling we're going to be doing for quite a while. Yeah, I may try it. I got to look and see what kind of route I can take. Yeah. Uh, and I haven't done Columbia either for the same reason. I just, I don't, I don't, I like, I like to stay off the real busy, trafficy roads. So yeah. I usually take 
the longer drive up there mm -hmm. mileage wise but time wise because i don't hit all that yeah. traffic oh, i yeah. really avoid the beltway we have michael norfolk on who i don't know who that is but i'm happy to have that's, you here that's He's, michael oh, my mother and michael oh michael oh he yeah. says all right i didn't know the last name so yeah. throw me off he says hello mary and danny excellent show thank you mm -hmm. i'm so glad that you're on here um and so i hear my mother i hear my mother laughing in the background because she's <laughs> she's watching and i i sent both of them the youtube link and because he's driving oh okay so, so now that she knows that he's on i hear her laughing <laughs> mm. so we have two people that would like a message if you're ready we have robert okay. we can start with robert okay just a general yeah just a yeah. general message Okay. Yep. See what you get, and then I'll, you can start it off, and then I will give what I receive for him as well. Okay. Okay. So I actually have my cards with me. You had mentioned cards when you texted me earlier, and I was like, okay, you know, that might not be a bad idea. Let's just see what happens. And the one that came out was the sun which is oh. like one of the best cards to get Ever. in a tarot deck. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, brightness, calm after the storm, clouds parting. Um, but it also feels like, it feels like there's something that you've been worrying about, Robert. And it feels like it's going to get to the point where you're going to be like, why was I ever worrying about this? why was I ever uptight about this? And unfortunately, that's how it typically happens. Like my mother and I do it all the time. We'll get upset about something and then it works out. And we're like, why couldn't we have just known that it was going to work out? Mm -hmm. That's how it always happens. Um, but I'm also feeling like it has something to do with a job. <clears throat> like, like there's something going on. There's been like a rough patch at a job and there's just been a lot of, it feels like a little bit of miscommunication, a little bit of like stagnancy, something that just needs to clear its way out on its own. Right. And that kind of goes along with what I, I cause I, for you, Robert, I, I was receiving number one to make sure that you, keep yourself grounded because uh -huh. um, you have it's easy for you to kind of float into the to the other realm and mm -hmm. you really need to stay grounded and I also had um, a big change coming in for you and I felt along the lines of your your vocation what it is that you're doing so it makes sense with what 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 Danny had received so we'll leave that with you hope that is helpful and then we'll move on to Richard. Richard would like a message. Okay. I'm seeing a, a black and white, like Oreo colored cat. I, I don't know if that means anything. I don't know if it's a current pet, a past pet, a childhood pet. I was considering spirit guide, but I'm not really feeling I'm not really feeling the spirit guide. I'm feeling like it was it was a physical animal within your life at some point, or maybe an animal that had a big impact on something that happened in your life. I'm not sure. Um, let's see. And then I'm I'm seeing, and 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 this is the duality of it. Sometimes it's intuitive message, and sometimes it's it's visual. Um, it, sometimes it's very visual. So a black and white cat. And then I'm also seeing like car tires and one of them, it's not flat, but it seems like it's about to go flat. So maybe it's like, I don't want to say like a burnout, but it feels like your energy levels are starting to decrease a bit and you're trying not to, it, it's like falling into a funk. And you're aware that you're falling into a funk or I'm, I'm even feeling like maybe you're coming out of a funk because the, the tire is not completely deflated. So I don't know. But it just feels like it goes, 
Yeah. Go it ahead. feels like it needs a little it needs a little extra air, some little extra TLC. <laughs> and and again that that goes along the lines with what I was receiving because it was like I first thing I, I got was slingshot, like he mm -hmm. he's like all over. So when you were talking about his energy, it it, it seems Richard that you're like <clears throat> if you aren't now you were going like a hundred million miles mm -hmm. an hour and there's a it's like they're saying for you to slow down and really allow yourself to rest and get back into the swing of things because it feels like you're kind of really off balance and they're saying to get ready because there's some really major great things mm -hmm. coming your way so um I'm going to leave that with you as well. Uh, with Robert says, thanks, lady. Spot on with current job, different location, and lo different location would be helpful. Good, good. Um, and I want to say hi to Robin. Her, her show was last night, Cosmic Soul Food. Um, I'm happy that you're here. Robin's always really good with um, being where we are. And then um, Ruth is on. She's also another show host. And I believe the name of her show is Soul Transformation. And she's on after me, tonight at 8 o'clock. So, that actually um, sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah. She, uh, her show's good. I do watch the shows. Um, I don't always chat because I watch it on my, my TV. So yeah. I don't have the ability to chat. So I'll get on my phone and I'll say hello to everybody. And then they won't hear from me because I don't yeah. want the phone. I'm watching from the TV. It's just more relaxing that way. Um, so then, um, destiny would like a reading. If I miss somebody, um, please type it in again and, uh, we'll, t we'll, if time allows, we'll get to you. So, uh, destiny would like a reading. Okay. Um, so as soon as you said her name, I felt like this really buzzy energy in a way of like, <clears throat> um, not frantic but a little scattered um maybe a little bit anxious but it was really really buzzy and then i also saw oh what did i see i also saw a crystal and i saw a very very specific one that i have and i'm i'm trying to i'm trying to figure out which one it is but i think it was this one um, but it's amethyst, which is really, really good for, you know, calming. This is what it looks like. It's typically, typically purple. Um, mm -hmm. but I'm feeling like that would be really helpful right now. Um, I wear one on me every day, all day, forever. And I'm just feeling like it'll help stabilize your energy a little bit. Cause like I said, it doesn't feel frantic, but it feels a little off balance um and you know having one of these even like having it with you while you sleep like I, I feel like you may have not been having the greatest sleep pattern lately or not been getting good sleep especially because of collective energies um you know some people tend to be very sensitive to collective energies and then not be aware of it but, you know, having this amethyst is a great stone for people that aren't used to using crystals. Um, it's it's very gentle, but it's also very potent. It's good for, you know, anxiety, um, you know, calming your energy. It's also great for protection, um, you know, just to make it easier for you to deal with and understand the type of energies that are coming in. Yeah. And for you, Destiny, first thing I got was like... <clears throat> I, it was like sparkly fairy dust all around. So I feel that you have a real connection to mother earth and fairy energy. Um, and it's like honing in. And that makes sense to what uh, Danny said, like you're a little scattered. It, it's like, you're really, it's time for you to start to hone in to the gifts that you have and the connection that you have to mother earth. I hope that makes sense to you and is helpful. So the next one we have is Ruth. Mm. 
<clears throat> okay. This is going to be a card one. Mm. I'll go, if you want me to go first, I'll go first. Um, actually, what, so the two that came out is the two of swords and then the strength card. So how I always interpret the two of swords is um, duality, yin and yang. Um, you know, typically the two of pentacles represents making a decision, but I always say two of swords is that as well. Like there's a decision you're trying to make. There's two options that you're trying to decide between and you're not quite sure which one is better off for you or, or which one will put you in the direction that you're trying to go. Um, but then the strength card, you know, I feel like is a little self-explanatory. Um, it's about realizing your inner strength, um, you know, allowing others to support you. And allowing other energies, like especially if you have spirit guides or angels that work with you that you're aware of, allowing them to support you and give you the insight that you need to receive. Um, I'm feeling like it's relationship related. Not even necessarily romantic. It, it could be, but it feels more platonic. Um, not that you're trying to choose between two people, but there's there seems like a little bit of an internal debate of if somebody is as good for you as you think they are. Um, and it's going to take, it's going to take some self-discovery, you know, like the strength card It's going to take some self-discovery to realize, you know, what you're worth, how you've been treated. If this person is in alignment with what's best for you. And for you, Ruth, I, I got that you, you have stepped into your, your own divine power and you're in a really good place, but they have more things for you to do. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I, I feel like you are like, oh, but I've accomplished so much. Do I have to keep going? But yes, you do. And I, and I really sense that you know what it is and you've just been mm -hmm. kind of on the, uh, do I have to really go or can I just stay here? It's like you got yourself in a good spot and it's comfortable, but no, they, there's more work for you to do, my dear. It's and you're lot. doing wonderful work. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I hope that helps. And then um, uh, Robin, I don't know. Are you reading these? Cause Robin says you're amazing, Danny. Oh, I don't, um, I don't. Oh, Hey, there's comments. I was on the private <laughs> chat and there was nothing there. Okay. Wow. There's, there's comments. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. See. Sorry. We didn't let you in. And Robert wanted to know if you're doing any events in Pennsylvania area. So as of right now, all of the events that I'm doing are in Baltimore. Um, you know, I'm working on bringing in a car for me. Um, but unfortunately I'm a little limited on transportation right now. So anything that's out of state or requires, um, a lot of traveling is is not currently in the picture. I would like to very much do out-of-state things. Um, there's events run by Etheric Connections, which is a, um, a business in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Um, they just started hosting events. And, you know, I really want to do some with them. But for right now, they're in Maryland. I do also offer phone sessions. Um, so people who like to see me in person and can get to the in-person events, that's typically when they first meet me and then we go from there. Um, but I do also offer over the phone sessions, which people seem to really, really like because they don't have to travel. They don't have to go anywhere. They can be in the comfort of their own home or wherever they are, um, kind of do it on their own time in their own way. So do, do you do just over the phone or do you offer, um, you know, video chat or, um, zoom or something like that? So I'm trying to figure out the video chat thing. Um, until now, it's been all over the phone and people seem to really like that. Um, yeah. I've never had a lot of luck with Zoom. Zoom doesn't seem to like me. Um, but we just found something. It, it's like a Google Meets type thing. It's like video chatting through Google. Yeah. I haven't played with it yet, but I definitely want to. Yeah, I find that um, some people, like, especially with counseling, the first session, they want to see my face. And then after that, they're yeah. fine with the phone. A lot of people like the phone because then they don't even have to care if they, you know, got out of their PJs or not. Yeah. 
you know, we have a little bit of time left. And first, I want to tell you, uh, I don't know if you see Ruth's message. Great. She says, great messages, ladies. Thank you so much. Do you see it? Well, yeah, you know, that's what it says. <laughs> and I just saw. And then, um, yeah, I just saw a comment from Destiny and Michael replied to it about having help with grounding. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I'm a very earthy person. I work with Mother Earth, you know, Gaia, however you refer to her. I work with her a lot. One thing that I have an issue with is putting my bare feet on ground. It's a sensory thing. I, I don't quite understand why I don't like having my feet in dirt. It might be like a fear of bugs thing. I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But one of the tried and true ways to ground is always, you know, bare feet in dirt, grass. Um, something that we used to do is align, put our backs up against a tree trunk and align ourselves with roots of a tree. Um, that usually really helps grounding. Um, if you use, I make a grounding blend. And of course, I can't think of what's in it in this moment. But if you use anything in ways of crystals, um, petrified wood is, petrified wood, anything that's typically brown, red jasper is usually really good with grounding. Um, essential oils like sage, frankincense, cedar wood especially is really good. Um, depends on preferences, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So, and then the last person we have that would like a um, message is Robin. Okay. <sighs> I'm going to go ahead and start. Mm -hmm. um, Robin, they're telling me that you really have to follow your direction. Uh, it's like you're a ricochet rabbit, bing, bing, bing. Mm -hmm. You're all over the place. You're spinning your wheels. You're trying to get things done, but you're losing the focus. And they want you to kind of really pull it all together. Um, and I'm getting this, like, get out the pad, write things down, get clear in your intention and your direction. Mm -hmm. You ready, Danny? Yep. So um, the two that came out, the one that really feels strong is the seven of cups. And I'm an, I'm a, I'm somebody that looks at the artwork of a card. So I really like detailed cards because that's what helps me decipher. But the way that this one is depicted is, you know, one person is looking to the castle in the sky, trying to figure out how to get to it. Then one person is steadfast, tried and true, trying to read the map that guides them along the ground. So it's like you're not quite sure which direction to go in at which time. Like you have an ultimate destination, but there's different ways to get there and you're not always clear on how you want to get there. It's like you start down one path, then you're like, mm, no, this doesn't feel right. Back up and then go down another one. And it's like you never fully you never fully allow yourself to just stay on one path. Um, right. And then the justice card, you know, part of this, this ping pong energy is, you know, how you're managing things and how you're trying to achieve things. Is it justifying what you want and how you want to get there? Because when we ignore our own, needs and our abilities you know we're not we're not bringing justice to ourselves. um so right. while you're trying to get to while you're trying to either read the map and go from a to b all the way to z or if you're trying to figure out a way to get to the the castle in the sky don't lose sight of the true destination and what you're willing to work with to get there well, we are out of time. I want to thank Danny for being here with us and all the thank great you. messages and the information. I And I really feel that what you shared about yourself is going to help so many other people that have yeah. yet to listen to the show. I really hope so. Thank because, you again. Yeah. And Robin says spot on. Love you all. Good. See you next week. And it's just me. So <laughs> you get just me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank you again, Danny. Thank you. See you later.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.